Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Well, happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. Hope it's been great so far and continues to be great. Uh, Director of Community Engagement and Outreach for Smart Approaches to Marijuana, Will Jones, is on the phone with us. We've had you on, Will. I think it was almost exactly a year ago. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Glad to be back on. Thanks for having me. So I saw an article pop up from the Wall Street Journal about Oregon. Now, I am nowhere near Oregon, and most people listening to us right now are in either Illinois or Missouri, so we're not exactly well-versed in the laws of Oregon. But they made news with their uh, decriminalization of all drugs in, I think it was 2020. Well, the Wall Street Journal is now reporting that there is a massive backlash against that law because, surprise, surprise, drug drug use has just run rampant. I don't know if you're following this, but if you are, could you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, we're definitely following what's happening there. And as you said, drug use has increased uh, substantially in Oregon. And to as, as you said, to a certain extent, it shouldn't come as a surprise. Um, what Oregon did with their decriminalization law was uh, in, we view it as really irresponsible in the way that they went about it. The treatment, um, the um, so many programs for people that would have that would develop problems. Nothing was in place. They just said essentially people could do whatever drugs they want to do without consequences. And we've seen. I mean, there was an article that just came out in the AP two days ago that their fentanyl crisis there um, is is just is getting out of hand. Um, in and interestingly enough, it, people now in Oregon are wanting to uh, reverse that that um, that law that was that was passed that decriminalized all drugs. And so we're working actually there in Oregon with people at the grassroots level to kind of help put uh, reverse that law. So we're going to see what happens with that. But it's just like you said, drug use has increased. No surprise. Uh, People are seeing the consequences and people aren't liking it. Will, this is kind of a test. I mean, this is Oregon has gone further, as far as I know, than any other state has with the legalization, I should say decriminalization of all drugs. What now is the solution for them that you're working on? So it would definitely be um, peeling back um, measure uh, 110, um, which is the measure that was passed that uh, decriminalized drugs there. Um, And again, having a more responsible policy with drugs, we don't want to encourage people, you know, our drug policies that we have, we don't want to encourage people to use to use drugs on um, that, uh, as we're seeing in Oregon, can increase substance abuse. That can increase people um, that are struggling with uh, with uh, abuse problems. Uh, this is not helpful when there's kind of a, uh, a a encouraging atmosphere around drug use, which is what you know how Measure 110 has gone down in Oregon. And so we definitely want to see Measure 110 uh, repealed uh, in something uh, that would be. Uh, Instead, have laws that would be more um, that would discourage drug use uh, more. More. 
Yeah. Well, I think when I read this article from Wall Street Journal, it just, to me, was a harbinger of, hey, look, this is what could happen. And it, it really brought to mind the interview that you and I did last year at about this time. Because you guys look all over the country and, and you say, well, this state has done this. If you do that, you will probably have the same outcomes, you know, because everybody's doing this kind of in different orders and, and different ways. So when I thought, well, that's what Oregon's dealing with. They're dealing with tremendous buyer's remorse over this decriminalization law for all drugs. So I thought, well, Will, you'd know a little bit more about where we're at in both Illinois and Missouri. You know, Missouri just passed the the amendment, I think it was last year, the year before, that uh, that legalized all marijuana in the state of Missouri. And I got to tell you, personally, uh, where I'm standing right now, there's somebody in this building, because this is a multi-floor building that we're in in St. Louis you know, somewhere below my feet or above my head, there is a resident in this building that now has decided, well, now that it's legal, I'm going to smoke pot all day, every day, and everybody else just has to deal with that. <laughs> like, these are the things that I didn't even think would be a ramification of passing these laws. But where is Missouri? We'll start with there. Um, as far as where you guys are working and, and where you think we're headed in Missouri. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Um, Missouri, you know, as we're seeing this, not just Missouri, but states across the country, we're seeing a lot of states that are, you know, moving down the road of uh, recreational, uh, full uh, recreational legalization of marijuana. And that's the first step for uh, people. And and I should, uh, let me be clear here. There's some people that have a broader agenda of decriminalizing and even potentially legalizing all drugs. That is some of the organizations that have advocated for marijuana legalization and that have worked to change uh, marijuana policies, their broader aim that they do not hide is the legalization of all drugs. There are, um, you know, that's an open stated objective of some organizations out there. Um, I think some people though, when they're voting for, um, you know, as we've seen in states that have voted for marijuana legalization, their concern is primarily just they don't want anyone to have an, a, an arrest record or go to jail for smoking a joint, right? And so um, these these organizations with broader aims in terms of uh, decriminalization of all drugs and potentially legalization of all drugs, they've taken advantage of uh, people's uh, desire to see a different approach to marijuana policy, and they've really, I think, exploited that to push drug laws a lot farther and more extreme than anybody really wanted or imagined, which is what you're seeing uh, in Missouri and uh, especially in Illinois um, as well. Uh, you mentioned that. Um, and we're seeing increased use. I don't think it should come as a surprise, but we're seeing as increased use in marijuana use, and especially among young people in states that have legalized, uh, that have legalized marijuana. And that's because we have such a massive uh, proliferation of stores and of commercialization of advertisements, uh, you know, on whether that 
that's on um, you know, social media advertisements, whether that's billboards um, and other things like that, um, we're seeing increases in, in, in almost every state that's legalized. Um, and so I think that's what we're seeing uh, definitely in Illinois and also as well beginning in Missouri. Yeah, Will, I, last time I talked to you, you made a very important distinction, and, and, and I've, I've really held on to that because I thought that's a very smart, it's a smart approach to marijuana. Lo and behold, that's the name of your organization. Um, you guys make a distinction between legalization and decriminalization of marijuana for the reasons that we've now seen in both of these states that I sit on the border of, of Illinois and Missouri here, that it becomes, instead of just, oh, the the dude who wanted to smoke a joint on New Year's Eve, it becomes a giant industry with now lobbyists and all this money in it once it becomes legal that it's it's really hard to to put the genie back in the bottle with a hundred percent and while we're seeing a lot more buyer's remorse with decriminalization of all drugs in oregon um and again we're working to uh push back measure 110 there uh when it comes to marijuana uh commercialization you have such a big lobby uh we have big tobacco companies um some of the top you know like uh, altria the parent uh company of of marlboro um uh is invested billions of dollars into the cannabis uh, industry. We have Heineken, uh, Molson Coors, Blue Moon, Corona, all of these top alcohol and tobacco companies have invested uh, into the cannabis industry. And so this it's really hard once a state has gone down this road uh, to push that back because just like you said, the lobbyists that are in play, um, just like we see with, you know, Big farmer, we saw with Big Tobacco in the past, uh, once they're able to kind of get their foothold, it's kind of hard to, to push back against that. But what we are seeing is increases when you have massive commercialization and glamorization of a substance, right? Naturally, use increases. And cannabis use disorder is rising in states that have legalized, uh, which is of huge, huge concern. Mental health cases, crisis uh, from some of these high-potent, products, that is increasing as well, something that we're looking at and following, as well as a lot of families, and in, in we're actually working with parents across the, the country that are seeing this, but parents that have had kids that have committed suicide uh, because of their cannabis use, and cannabis it interacts with your brain in a you know much different way than, say, alcohol um, or nicotine. It, it, it has, uh, particularly when people start at a young age, mental uh, health issues uh, abound with use of that, and that's something that we're seeing. Um, and again, that's very different when you're talking about marijuana than just saying, if someone has a joint, we're not going to prosecute that. Uh, legalization and commercialization, which is what Missouri and Illinois have done, says, okay, well, you can have the stores, you can have the advertisements, you can have, um, you know, you can promote it, you can have different types of advertisements, et cetera. And that's a far cry from just saying, if you, you know, if you happen to have a joint, we're going to look the other way. Yeah. So do you, at Smart Approaches to Marijuana, are you t- counseling with parents? I mean, what is your role then if a parent has had an issue with their kid or, you know, God forbid, suicide happen? What is your role there with a parent? So we are not a, we're not, you know, we're not an intervention or, or treatment organization. Uh, we do, you know, uh, we do connect people at times to, um, to, 
those resources uh, if we come across, you know, as someone that's in need of that. But our primary role is really to elevate the voice, to, to bring these stories to public awareness, to bring these stories before legislators. Um, and so when there is a parent um, that has lost a child to um, suicide from cannabis use, um, or in some cases, parents have lost kids uh, to people driving under the influence of marijuana. That's something that's also significantly increased in states of legalized. So uh, like fatalities from people driving under the influence have more than doubled in places like Washington and Oregon and other places like that. So oftentimes when a parent loses their child tragically in a way like that, they have a real mission uh, and passion to share their story so that it doesn't happen to other parents, to other families, to other kids. And so that's where anyone that's looking to tell their story to kind of amplify that story um, we are um, working with them, partnering with them to bring their voice to the national level to say what's actually happening, what it looks like when a state commercializes uh, marijuana and the impact that that can have on youth. Will, if somebody is listening to us talking about this right now and they either are in that situation or they know somebody who is or they just want to connect with you otherwise and uh, hear about some of those resources, where do you want them to go? Go to www.learnaboutsam.org um, and, and reach out to, you know, just shoot us an email from there. Contact is available from there. And we're definitely, again, looking to uh, partner with anyone that's kind of gone, uh, seen the unfortunate uh, consequences of, of, of these policies. Uh, we want to help anyone that's trying to get their story out there. So go to www.learnaboutsam.org um, and get in touch with us. Sam being short for Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Will, thank you so much for your time and your continued work, and uh, hopefully we can catch up again soon. Thanks so much, Ryan. Appreciate it. We are going to talk about writing coming up next. I know it's not a topic we typically talk a whole lot about on this show, but it's Thanksgiving weekend, a little bit of a break from the normal. We'll do that next here on Wiggins America. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.